Hey, it's Gabe. I want to recommend a podcast I think you'll enjoy called What Could Go Right. On What Could Go Right, the hosts, Progress Network founder Zachary Carabell and Executive Director Emma Varva-Lucas, sit down with expert guests to discuss the world's most pressing issues. They look back at how far society has come and look forward to what it will take to achieve a brighter future. If you're looking for a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people, listen to What Could Go Right wherever you get your podcasts. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. The danger they endured. They said my head should be cut off. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor. Gene was wooden. But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that shines a light on the darkest corners of everyday history. I'm Gabe Lusier, and today, we're examining one of the most enduring mysteries of the Victorian era, a series of hoof-like marks that became known as the Devil's Footprints. The day was February 8th, 1855. A trail of unusual footprints caused a religious panic in southwest England. On the evening of February 8th and into the morning of the 9th, a snowstorm blanketed the scenic region of Devon County. When the storm subsided, a series of mysterious tracks were found scattered throughout the fields and countryside. The prints were reported from 30 different locations in Devon, forming a trail that stretched nearly 100 miles along the southern coastline. Residents were baffled by the footprints for a number of reasons, and while many theories were put forward as to what had created the tracks, the most prevalent, and far-fetched, was that they belonged to the devil himself. In the 19th century, popular stories, poems, and artwork portrayed the devil as having goat-like features, including horns and cloven hooves. The reason for this well-known depiction isn't entirely clear, but many historians ascribe it to the neo-pagan revival that was going on in Europe at that time. Practitioners had a highly romantic view of nature, and their Greek god Pan, a satyr with the horns and legs of a goat, became a common symbol of their beliefs. The resurgence of paganism was a growing concern among the predominantly Christian population, and that unease likely informed the goat-like depictions of the devil. Imagine how alarmed the people of Devon must have been then, when they discovered hundreds of cloven, hoof-like imprints in the snow. At first glance, the marks resembled those of a donkey. They measured about three inches wide and four inches long, and had a similar split toe at the front. 
However, the spacing of the tracks was much smaller than that of a donkey, or of any other kind of cattle. They were spaced only 8 to 16 inches apart, and seemed to progress in single file, suggesting they'd been made by a two-legged creature instead of one that walks on all fours. The imprints were surprisingly deep as well, with some reports claiming they nearly touched the ground beneath the snow, almost as if they had been burned straight through. The placement of the tracks was another detail that made them seem supernatural. They were found not only in fields and on footpaths, but on rooftops and on either side of barriers, such as walls and haystacks. One set of prints were said to have been found on both sides of the River X, as if the creature had leapt from one bank to the other, or perhaps walked straight across the water. Another report claimed the tracks led into and out of drain pipes that were as narrow as four inches wide. Most disturbing of all, though, were the cloven hoof prints found circling homes and churches, some of which led right up to the doorsteps. These nighttime visitations carried religious undertones for some residents, bringing to mind the story from Exodus when the Angel of Death travels from house to house in Egypt, claiming the lives of firstborn sons. The sight of bipedal hoof prints on their thresholds convinced many locals that the devil was loose in the county of Devon, searching for sinners to carry back to hell. Over the next two weeks, the story of the devil's footprints was widely reported in both local and national newspapers. No photographs exist, but most outlets included detailed drawings of the prints based on first-hand accounts. Many articles mentioned the rumors of a roaming demon, but they were also quick to supply several other, more grounded possibilities. One theory was that a kangaroo had escaped from a private zoo in Exmouth and hopped his way across the county, clearing walls and other impediments in a single bound. Some said a bird was more likely, especially since it would account for the prints found on rooftops and on opposing sides of rivers. Other potential culprits included back-heavy frogs, rabbits, badgers, rats, and hopping wood mice. However, none of the theories accounted for the vast distance that was supposedly covered over a period of just about six hours. It was doubtful that any of the animals suggested could have traveled upwards of a hundred miles in the snow in such a short time, especially while walking upright. Many took that discrepancy as further proof of the devil's involvement, though it's worth noting that with footprints just a couple inches wide, he would have been a pretty dinky devil. With all that in mind, British novelist Geoffrey Household proposed an altogether different explanation, one that didn't involve a living creature at all. He theorized that an experimental weather balloon had somehow gotten loose from the Devonport dockyard. According to him, the balloon was then blown all over Devon, with the tracks in the snow being made by the metal anchors that dangled from the ends of its mooring ropes. Of course, as detractors pointed out at the time, no balloon had been reported missing, and if it had been a balloon, it likely would have gotten tangled up in a tree at some point on its journey. The most plausible theory is that the footprints weren't left by a single animal trekking its way across Devon. Instead, they probably belonged to a bunch of different animals, perhaps of the same species, and when people heard reports of similar prints in other communities, they just assumed the incidents were connected. 
That's not nearly as exciting as the Prince of Darkness prowling outside your door, which is probably why the multiple animals theory gained the least traction in the press. Still, the general lack of evidence and witnesses means that we can't say for certain what did or didn't make the tracks that night. My own theory combines the kangaroo, the weather balloon, and the back-heavy frog, and at the end of the day, it's just about as plausible as a tiny devil. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thanks to you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. The danger they endured. They said my head should be cut off. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wounded! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts.